Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Iron Supplements. Actually, this is not really an iron supplement as much as it is a bonus episode. Um, We did not have our regular Monday night meeting of Ironman, so I did not prepare a lesson. But that does not mean I have not uh, been thinking about this idea of um, igniting a passion for God and keeping it going. As a matter of fact, I've struggled a little bit this week. And uh, so what I want to do today is just talk about the struggle of keeping your spiritual fervor. Uh, you know, Romans chapter 12, verse 11 says, Never be lacking in zeal, but keep your spiritual fervor serving the Lord. And uh, that is so easily said and so difficult to do. Because let's face it, we, we aren't always on that mountaintop experience. Uh, when we look at... Um, Psalm 23, you know, we aren't always in the pasture with God, um, walking beside still waters and laying down in green pastures. No, sometimes um, life is tough. Sometimes we lack motivation. Sometimes um, the struggle is real, my friend. And uh, so I have a lot of thoughts that are bouncing around in my mind, and I don't know how they're going to play out in this episode. Uh, again, because it's a bonus, it's, it's a little bit more unstructured. And so let's just see where it takes us as we talk about what do you do when you don't have that spiritual fervor on this episode of Iron Supplements. Today, I'd like to read Psalm 23 to you. It's a very familiar passage. One that maybe you have memorized. I memorized it as a child. I memorized it as a child from a very different version than I'm about to read. And so I'm just going to let you in on a little secret. I have had a hard time reading it from this version. As a matter of fact, this is about the sixth time I have attempted this. So let's just see how it goes. It may even be a little difficult for you to hear in this version. But I want you to try to experience it as if you're listening to it for the first time. Psalm 23. The Lord is my shepherd. I lack nothing. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He refreshes my soul. He guides me along the right paths for his namesake. Even though I walk through the darkest valley, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Surely your goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. So let's face this elephant that's in the room. It would be disingenuous of me to have you believe that I am on fire for God every minute of every day of my life. It just isn't the case. I mean, it is tough to be a Christian. We do not always feel 
fired up for God. We are not always experience that, experiencing that mountaintop uh, kind of experience where we just feel so close to God and we're always on fire. So what do you do? How do you mitigate those times where you just are not motivated or where you're really struggling or where you feel like God is so far away from you or you're just not really close? What do you do? I have two quick things to share with you. And one is uh, is when I get in that situation where uh, I am struggling in my faith, I, I think the first thing I need to do is to examine my expectations of God. Like I think a lot of times uh, Christians just get so disillusioned in their faith because they have just improper expectations of God. There's a sense that the and it's even kind of put out there that once you become a Christian, God is going to fight your battles for you, that he's going to always be near to you, that he's going to lead you to rest, that he will always protect you and take care of you, and life is just going to be blue skies and rainbows. And, and even in the Psalms, we talk about how uh, he's the good shepherd that leads us beside quiet waters and uh, makes us to lie down in green pastures and always leads us to uh, through paths uh, of righteousness. And that's really hard to take in and trust in whenever your life is none of that. Like there are no quiet waters. There's nothing but chaos. There's, there is no uh, green pastures. You're, you're restless and you can't sleep and you're stressed out all the time. And, and uh, as far as being down paths, of, uh, led down paths of righteousness, you always seem to just be uh, facing trials and tribulations and always ahead of you are the wrong paths, like the decisions to go down the wrong paths. And there are even these well-meaning uh, memes out there or lessons out there, and, and they just give us the wrong impression. For example, there's a song on the radio right now, a very popular Christian song. That part of it goes, um, when I fight, I will fight on my knees with my hands lifted high. The battle belongs to you. And there is part of that that is true, that the Bible does say that the battle belongs to the Lord. And the Bible does say that, that you know, we should lift holy hands to Him. And certainly we should pray to Him. And whenever we call out to Him, He hears us. But that is only a part of the battle. You know, when it comes to actually fighting the battle, we don't fight on our knees. We fight in obedience to God. We go where He says to go, we do what he says to do, and no amount of calling out to him or crying out to him or praying to him is a replacement for actually doing what he says to do. And so this expectation that God's just going to take care of everything, that life is going to be easy. And when we face struggles and we realize that life is not easy, uh, we get disillusioned. It's because we have wrong expectations of him. He didn't say that he would uh, fight all of our battles for us. He simply said that he would go before us. He would never leave us or forsake us. And sometimes he required his people to do some very strange things in obedience to him before he engaged the battle. For example, he called uh, the peop his people at Jericho to march around the city. 
and then to yell at the walls, right? When he uh, asked Gideon to, to lead the battle against the Amorites and the Midianites, he, he called them to uh, blow trumpets and smash uh, uh, their jars, right? It's a strange thing. But then once they acted in obedience, he engaged the battle. And so, um, yes, it's true that God does fight for us and with us, but he doesn't, uh, he doesn't do it for us. Like he doesn't, he, it's not like he is the only one engaged in the battle. He requires us to walk in faith. And, uh, there's also another expectation that we have, and I'm just going to be flat out honest and straight with you. God will never engage in a battle of wills, right? He will never fight that battle for you. When it's your will or his will in your life, your will is always going to be done. And so um, if if you are expecting God to take away temptation in your life, you're expecting God to help you overcome um, uh, habitual sin in your life, that is a battle of wills that he will not engage because he cannot. It is your will against his will, and he will actually oppose you and keep fighting against you until you give your will over to that. And so uh, the, this expectation that God's just going to take away all of your temptations, that is not promised anywhere in the Bible. As a matter of fact, God says he opposes the proud, but gives grace to the humble. In other words, if you are going to stick to your guns and make it a battle of wills and hope that God will just take it away, you have put yourself in a victorious position <laughs> that ultimately is a losing position because he will let you win the battle of wills and lose the war for your soul. So my final bit of encouragement to give you, whenever you're facing these times where you just don't really feel it, where you're just not engaged with God, when you're not fired up for Him and you're looking for your way back to Him, um, is this realization. I, I think that a lot of times we, we, we look to the end. We look to the the ultimate objective, and it seems so far away. We want to be super Christian tomorrow. Like we want to to have all of our battles won in the next 20 minutes and somehow find this miraculous uh, change. Um, and uh, we, we recognize that, that that doesn't happen. Sometimes we, we just just aren't motivated because the task seems so large ahead of us like our lives are so screwed up we just don't even know where to begin and for that the, the what i would just remind you is uh, what the angel said to gideon so gideon uh, was hiding out in a wine press in fear for his life because the midianites had taken over the land of of israel and they were so oppressive that uh, he had to hide and he had to hide his food <laughs> just to survive when the angel of the Lord appeared to him. And the angel of the Lord said that he called him a mighty warrior and said that he was called to lead the battle against these Midianites and that, that he would be victorious. And, and he was like, 
Whoa, that is way too much for me. I am not the person you're looking for. I don't feel like a mighty warrior. I'm not a mighty anything. I am the lowest uh, in my clan. My clan is the least in Manasseh. Manasseh is the least tribe in all of Israel. And basically what he was saying is, I am the low man on the totem pole. I am not mighty anything. And that is just too big for me to even imagine. And what the angel of the Lord uh, reminded him was that God was going to go before him. And uh, Gideon said, well, if that's the case, well, where are all of these signs and wonders? Where has God been in all of this? And then the angel of the Lord just simply said, go in the strength you have. Am I not sending you? Go in the strength that you have. You know, in my life, I have found that there are times when I am just not motivated, where I find it very difficult to to uh, find the energy required to engage in spiritual battle. And certainly, I don't I don't often know what the outcome will be. It seems like uh, there are struggles that are way bigger than I am, and that I am the least person uh, who is capable of taking on any kind of leadership role. And whenever I start to worry about that, I just have to remember these words uh, of the angel to Gideon, which is, go in the strength that you have. That's all God requires of you, just simply to take the next step, to just go with what he gave you, and then he will make up and trust that he will make up the difference. And so the, the, this final bit of, of encouragement that I have for you is um, sometimes all you need is just the motivation to get started. Sometimes that's all the motivation that is required. Like if you can just find enough motivation to take the next step or take the first step. It, it, it is so much easier to think about just taking the first step or taking the next step than it is to think about uh, conquering <laughs> all of this huge monster that's ahead of you. you. Just find enough courage, enough strength, enough trust in God to just go in the strength that you have and find enough motivation to just get started. So I'm just going to admit I'm not always on fire for God. Um, this week I lacked motivation. I had an overwhelming desire for pleasure and comfort and isolation and was totally sidelined um, just by lacking uh, the, the zeal, <laughs> lacking the spiritual fervor and just desiring to just veg out. And Satan had had me pretty much sidelined, um, and I felt like you know, as I was thinking about that, what do I do about this? Like, the the realization came to me that this is something that we face as Christians, and the way that I respond to this is going to to matter in my life, and it. <laughs> 
it is something that I need to share with my brothers. Uh, the The struggle is, is absolutely uh, something that, that we all face. So if I'm not able to uh, attack this on my own, how could I ever be an example to anyone else? And and so I just had to re-examine. I had to go through all the steps and just kind of re-examine, you know, what do I do when I am facing these struggles? And and honestly, it just came down to these two things. And that's why I shared them with you, that, that what I have found in my life is that when I'm struggling, I, I, there is one of two things that's happening. Either I'm facing something very big and, and my expectations of God are out of whack and I expect him to do more than he's doing and I get disillusioned and that's what brings me down and I need to re-examine my expectations of God. Either that or um, I just lack my own personal motivation and Satan finds a way to get me sidetracked and get me uh, not not to engage in the battle for whatever reason. And, and when that is the case, I just simply need to uh, find enough motivation to take the first or take the next step. Sometimes all I need is just enough motivation to get started. And so that's what I wanted to share with you, my brothers and sisters here on this bonus episode of Iron Supplements. Ignite your passion for God when you just are not feeling it. Just examine, you know, your relationship with God, your expectations of Him and see if they're not out of whack. And then just find enough uh, motivation to get started. And I believe God honors it when you take that first step. He will fill in the rest. Just simply go in the strength that you have because He is sending you.